<laughs> There's someone out there. The heck? I'm gonna go check it real quick. Let's get the shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no one realized my dad was standing outside of the window, but we didn't see him. It was just a shadowy figure walking by. <laughs> Do you want me to check it? I'll just open the blind. Noah's playing frisbee golf right outside the window. <laughs> I'm taking a photo of this. That was like the creepiest thing I ever. <laughs> we were actually on the roll too. Oh my god! I was like, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> You're like freaking out. I'm like, oh, it's probably just my brothers. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm glad that freaked you out too. I was like, what? why are we freaking out? And this then is, you saw it. <laughs> this is my daily life. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back again to the first episode of Binger's Anime Edition. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Oran High School Host Club. We're not going to be really talking about our daily lives in this one since it's we just, you know, recorded. You know. Yeah, you just heard us like an hour ago talking about our life, maybe. We'll see. Who knows? Whatever. Whatever. We'll figure it out. For all you listeners out there that are tuning in for us for the first time, Thank you. Please listen to the first episode. Um, yeah. Thank you all for whoever is tuning in right now. Um, yeah. Y'all. Oh my y'all. gosh. Like it really brings oh, out yeah. that I'm we from never talked about where we're South. from. Um, <laughs> so, or how we know each other. God, we just skip right into everything. Yeah. Do we want to talk about that? Or, I mean, do we do want we? do want to talk about? Our, I mean, I'm I want to talk. I want to talk about my personal life. Do you want to? Do you want to? I'm okay with it. I don't mind it. I mean, yeah, we can. All right. So if you can tell from our awful accents, we are from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> Yay. From a little part in Oklahoma towards um, up top towards Kansas. Or northeastern. Or northeastern. Directions. <laughs> I, I do not know my cardinal directions. Yeah, I'm it's so fine. Sorry. It's fine. I was like, you mean northeastern? Because people don't know where Kansas is. I don't know where you guys are listening from. Let's be honest. It's just going to be our friends. Kansas is like. Like, I could say, like, not knowing where, like, Delaware is, but, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I have a friend from Delaware. I need her to listen to this just for this comment. But, like, if you don't know where Kansas is, Kansas is smack dab in the middle of the United States. If you don't I know. I thought Oklahoma was in the middle of the United States. No, Kansas is. Mm. We'll look it up later. We'll hit you up with some geography in the next episode. <laughs> this is actually turning into a geography podcast, yes, not uh, an anime let's podcast. Let's change it. What, what should the name be? Geor- Ge- geography podcast. Wow. I'm not good at names. It took us forever <laughs> to come up with this name. Um, I just wh- came up. What with... would our geography podcast be called? Um, crazy no, for rocks. Crazy for rocks. <laughs> rocks for jocks. We're not jocks. <laughs> Why did I say jocks. that? <laughs> That's what I, one of one of my advisors in college was like. You should take geology because it's rocks for jocks. Blah blah blah. And I was like, my mom and I were literally like, oh, lol. And she was like laughing so hard and. This woman's like the most terrifying woman I've ever met in my life. Like, no, my roommate, she's absolutely obsessed with rocks. Like, I swear, if she like wasn't a mechanical engineer, that she would be a geologist. Molly and I are from Bartlesville, Oklahoma. It's awful. It's very small. It's okay. It's it's not awful for Oklahoma standards, but for the rest of the world, I wouldn't say that I would want to stay in Oklahoma though. Yeah, I I'm hoping to. 
venture out, see the world, explore. Do different things. After the coronavirus is over, we can finally travel again. Whereas I was supposed to go to Asia this summer and... But yeah, I know when you said that you were going to Japan, like you were like, oh, what should I bring you back? And I was like, dude, my dude, you're going to the land of anime. Just like, like bring me something back bring anime. Bring something weeby, okay? <laughs> you know, feel my weeb fire. Honestly, I'm very upset about it, but um, I don't know. I- I'm bummed out, but also like I do not want to be traveling there right now with everything going on. Like, yeah, I'm glad. And it's also gives us the opportunity to do this. You know, like I honestly, if we this did not happen with the coronavirus, I don't think we would ever done this. We would have never taken the first steps to actually yeah. like we're just do this. so bored, <laughs> so yeah. bored. And I've watched too much anime to not do something like this. Ugh. Too much anime. No, I was like talking to my roommate the other night and I was like, I've never watched so much anime in my whole life, yeah. you know? Yeah. And sh- I could literally hear her cringe through the phone, you know? <sighs> that sounds like your roommate. Yeah. I know. I love her though. She's yeah, great. she's pretty awesome. She is a pretty she great She puts roommate. up with my weebness. See, my roommate and I are like super weeby together. It's great. I know. It's great. Like you guys are probably like two of my best friends. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. Remember that time when you almost moved in with us? no you were it was like one day it was a brief thought it was like a brief thought that never (laughs) went to like flourishing actually no she was never gonna move in i don't Uh, think that was ever serious i was always gonna live with my roommate that i have now i was under the impression we weren't getting a third roommate and then sean just you really wanted me to move in though you guys really wanted me to yeah i was like can you please move in because i don't want to pay this much rent (laughs) also like we can weep out together all the time yeah it's it's kind of bad we haven't hung out that much, though. Well, obviously, but like even last and then the last semester, we weren't. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing we should probably clarify. We're both in college while doing this. So, yeah, we are both uh, college juniors. And yeah. So... We're not going to talk about our age, but you can pretty much figure that out. But um, I'm an architect major. I'm a microbiology major. I hate my life. Yeah. It's awful. I hate studio. I like what I do, but you know. Me too. I love it. Slight hesitation in your voice. It's fine. I love it. But no, I really like what I do. Like, it's kind of, I'm going to be honest, though, that like, if I wasn't a microbiology major, I would probably be like a photography major. Yeah, if I could. Two different ends of the spectrum. We got the science and then we got the like arts. Right. Like I just complete opposite sides. I don't know if I wasn't. I don't know what else I would be if I wasn't an architect major. I, I do enjoy it, even though it kills me slowly. When I found out that you were going to be like an architect major, it took me very much by surprise. Why? Like, I did not think that, that would... What did you think I was going to do? Honestly, didn't know. But, like, an architect major just was not what I had in mind. Did you think I was going to go music performance or something like that? Probably something like that, you know? What? I'm not... Like, I was big in music in high school and stuff, and I still am as we talk about the music and anime a lot. But, like, I just, I don't know. Well, now I'm kind of, like, going to have to free think my life choices right now, I know. I'm kind of, huh. Well, it's not anything bad or anything that I'm saying, mm. but I just, it just wasn't something that I pictured for you. But then again, like, our freshman year of, like, college, we not, we weren't that close yet. That's true. We weren't as close as we are now. Mm. But, um. Wait, we're friends? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I never thought we were. I just, just Mark. 
just we're just doing a podcast together and we're just two acquaintances doing a podcast together because we have a similar interest in anime complete strangers we found each other on like social media we found each other on reddit reddit a reddit feed oh my i need to get on reddit and stuff i'm very uncultured guys like it's bad like you are very uncultured it's so bad like i lived under a rock my whole life i i still have never been on twitter i've never been on reddit like it's bad i'm surprised i even watch anime to be honest yeah. <laughs> you miss out on the great memes on reddit I still don't Anime understand memes. memes. I'm sorry, guys. I don't understand memes. I don't understand TikToks. I don't understand Vines. Well, I understand Vines now. I'll just watch those on YouTube. But didn't you just see Vines for like the first time within the last year? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> you are so sheltered. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm also just really, really busy. Like, That's true. Yeah, speaking of, you know, everyday life, high school... Let's get into Oran High School Host Club. Yeah. Um, do you just kind of want to give a general synopsis? Do you want to? Yeah, I can just give kind of like a general synopsis. Um, we'll start off with, of course, you know, uh, we have the main character, Haruhi Fujioka, who is, by every standard in the anime, poor and, using Tamaki's words, a commoner. Um, I love Tamaki. <laughs> I love Tamaki, too. Haruhi Fujioka goes to this very elite private academy called Oran, um, where only really rich and, you know, famous, beautiful people go. Well, I feel like Tamaki says it best. Do you just want to just read what Tamaki says Yeah, real I quick? can definitely. Only those with excellent social standing and those from filthy rich families are lucky enough to spend their time at the elite private school, Oran Academy. The Oran Host Club is where the school's handsomest boys with too much time on their hands, entertain young ladies who also have way too much time on their hands. Just think of it as Oran Academy's elegant program playground for the rich and beautiful. I love that so much. It sums it up so well. It just, it's so funny. Um, but definitely, this is the daily life of Haruhi Fujioka, um, somebody who got into Oran Academy on a scholarship. And just her daily life after she breaks a vase... Um, and has to pay back a debt. She starts working at the Oran High School Host Club to try and pay back that debt. And this is just her life, um, pretending to be a boy and, um, you know, being a part of a host club. Which I feel like that is the interesting thing about Oran High School Host Club is that it's a reverse harem. It's, it's a reverse harem, gender bender. Yeah, like, it's like this one female character that is followed around by six guys which is the complete but that's the very much appeal to it yeah it's the appeal but it's not it's also that um the main character is such a independent woman but also that she grows because of these guys and vice versa so that's it's just very interesting how her character is and her oh, development it definitely it's like a symbiotic relationship oh, yeah. you and know very fascinating you see from like the very first episode to the last episode how much these characters change yeah. you know and it was just putting you know, Haruhi in the middle of it that ignited that change. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you want me to kind of talk about the production information real quick? Yeah, go ahead and talk just, about the production information. We'll just edit it to the beginning. Yeah. So, Oran High School Host Club is a rom-com um, drama, I guess you could. Drama, it's slice of life. Yeah, for sure. And it was produced by Studio Bones, and it came out in 2006. So, it's a lot older. but It's more than 10 years old. Yeah, which is kind of crazy, but like... It's a very fresh anime. Like, it's very, it's a, like you said, it's like a, 
uh, it's a gender bender. Like it's literally a reverse harem where it's one female character and six guys that are around this female character, which is so interesting. And it kind of flips that stereotype upside down, you know, and it, it's just very, and even now the visuals and everything is still very refreshing in my opinion. No, and I think that's just the very big like appeal to like reverse harems is that the watcher tends to put themselves in the position of the yeah. main character. Which I feel, I love the characters and stuff. I mean, in who the show. wouldn't want six guys fawning all over you? Right. Well, right? I mean, I wouldn't even say they're fawning. Then it's not one of those type of shows where each character is trying to get with. Haroi. like no but they all have some sort of connection where in a, a sense they do fawn over yeah, her. they fawn over her but it's not like a i want to be with Haroi. it's not that type of anime it's, no there's, it's, pro- there's like really only two characters in the whole mix that actually yeah. have a thing for her and like that's kind of what i've heard a couple complaints about it because it is a rom-com because the host club entertains women but there's not really a romance comedy between any of the major characters. Like, there's a couple towards the end of the anime, and and I think more in the manga, but I don't think it's a huge focus. You yeah, know? like, in the manga, it said that she only had, like, romantic, like, romantic things with um, Tamaki, Kyoya, and Mori Senpai. Oh, really? I had no idea. I have not read the manga. But yeah, that's what it that's what it said in the manga that she only actually had like romantic yeah. feelings or it was hinted at romantic feelings for Kyoya and Mori. Yeah. So Yeah, I think we should just talk about the characters a little bit, maybe. I mean, I I love the characters. Yeah. Well, th- this is the thing I was going to say like I don't feel the characters are they're not unique by any means. They're very They're very like carbon cut. Yeah, they're, they're stereotypes and they're but what's nice about them is that it's explained later in the anime why they're the way they are, which is kind of, in my opinion, one of the downsides of this anime, in my opinion, one of the cons is that... Like their backstories They're very shallow at the beginning, in my opinion. They're very shallow characters. And then later in the anime, the character development, like, skyrockets. Like, episode for you, episode for you, episode for everyone. Like, then they all develop, and their development to why they are the way they are makes sense. Like... Kiyoya is especially, and for my, in my opinion, is the most fascinating backstory. Why he comes from this family that um, has high expectations. He's the very... third. He's the third brother in line for the super rich medical family stuff, and he's not going to get you know any of it. And so he's got to figure out what to do on his own to make himself stand out. And it's very interesting why he's the typical rich not rich he's the ti- well they're all stoic, rich you stoic know, very, and like, like he's like the treasurer of the host club like it, yeah. that's a good way to put it he's very money oriented he's very blunt he's very like oh well this is what's going to make the ladies happy so we're going to make this much money and Harley, you the broke brains. this base so you have to like pay us off and blah blah blah, blah. as Haru, he says that he's the brains behind the whole operation oh yeah for sure uh do you just kind of want to talk about each character i mean yeah definitely um I mean, I I love all the characters. I think that all their like personalities are very. They mesh well oh, yeah. with <laughs> what the whole story is, and so, um, I def I, of course, my favorite is also always Tamaki, just oh, because yeah. he's so extra. He's there, the heart and soul of the host club, and he is so over the top. He wants to put a smile on everyone's face, which I think is what's such an appeal about him. He is so fascinating for it. I just like just some of the stuff he says throughout the anime and stuff. I'm just like 
like, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. It's so funny. And then like when he like gets his feelings hurt, he just sulks in the corner. I just, I love it. It's just, it's very funny. And then I think one of my most favorite moments of like one of Tomiki's favorite lines and stuff is when he calls like um, everyone else the homosexual supporting cast. Oh my, yes, that's so true. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, and he, he says that like, him and Haruhi are uh, the main characters in this uh, drama, and then everyone else is just the homosexual supporting cast. That's that's hysterical, honestly. I forgot about that. I love I, that. It's one of my favorite lines. I can't even remember my favorite lines. It's been a while since I watched it. I literally watched this anime not thinking I would enjoy it at all, and then all of a sudden I was like... Yeah, it was one that I recommended to you. And I was like, okay, okay, Mo, I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to watch this. I don't... This seems stupid and girly, blah, 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 but it was really, really good. I knew that, I knew Maddie would like it just because of the sheer comedy in it. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Because, like, I feel like people have such a hard time when it comes to animes like this, and they think that it's so girly, mm-hmm. and that they don't think about the actual comedy and, like, the different side genre of it, and it's not just, you know... Not your typical rom-con. It was very fresh for the time. I still say it's fresh for now, too. But, um, so the host club is consists of these six guys, right? And then Harui. Mm-hmm. And so Honey Senpai is... Your Lolita. But when I first was watching, I thought Honey Senpai would 100% just be the mascot, you know? Like, that's it. But he's not. Like, he's... His... When you find out his backstory and stuff, it's almost like his his behavior and his like go lucky, like adorable behavior. Is Lolita almost, kind of yeah, personality. Like it's almost liberating, you know. Like his he comes back. He comes from a very what is how would you describe his backstory a little bit? Like a very kind of well, like he's a martial arts family, very strict regiment, very strict martial arts family. Yeah. And but... then, but he they come and he's this. And in the host club, he's, like, the adorable little kid, you know, and it's so cute. He can kind of, like, be himself. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about trying to put up, like, a tough act. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, like, he's almost always followed around by Amori-senpai, which uh, is his cousin, but he's the silent and broody and, you know, like... Strong type. Strong type. But he's also extremely loyal to all of his... Everyone in the host club, especially Honey-senpai and Harui. Like oh he, yeah, definitely. You can tell throughout the anime that like literally, Honey Senpai is Mori's sem- Senpai. That Honey is like Mori's number one priority. Oh yeah, for sure. And then there's moments where he actually goes to Harui over Honey, which I think are very interesting character development points. Where he will, like, where Harui will be like, "Save me!" And then he will come in and save him from Honey. And then Honey Senpai will be like, "How could you do this to me?" And he just like looks down, and Honey is like stop acting like a child and like you know it's just he's a very he's a very loyal and stoic character and it's very admirable yeah definitely i, w- I really want to talk about the hitachi twins yeah, i, knew you I, would. <laughs> I want to talk about the hitachi twins so much please talk about this oh my gosh i like i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest when i first watched oron the hitachi twins gave me secondhand embarrassment yeah um i love them though Oh my gosh, I wanna, love them. Like, you want to talk about what they are? Like what their whole relationship is? and Well, they're twins and their whole thing is that they have this like forbidden love, you know, because oh, yes. they're twins and they're and brothers. all the girls love it. They fawn you know? and they eat it up and somehow they're like super 
like l- boy love very on each boy other boy love the whole time. forbidden brotherhood love or something like that which is not true it's just an act the yeah, whole time yeah it's just an act but it's awesome but i honestly think that's what really honestly i feel like the hitachi kuns are like what really drives the comedy mm-hmm. in the whole. i agree i agree they yeah. do a lot of the monkey gags and stuff is because of them they are very much like comic relief oh, yes. when it comes to anything but also i feel other than kiyoya in my opinion i feel like they almost had the most interesting backstory because it really brought out the idea of the individual versus um and the individual in them they're always mistaken for each other and they're always considered that each one is gets confused but harui is the first person ever to well, and also how, like, they've, like, locked themselves in their own little world. Yeah, exactly. And Haroi's the one that makes them realize that you can be individuals. She notices that the subtle differences between the two and makes them go on this whole, like, they they roll out of control trying to figure out themselves. And they dye their hair and all this other crazy stuff. And, like, um, it's very interesting. I felt like they had very interesting character development. Yeah, I think definitely, like, Haruhi and Tamaki were the two people very much in like the Hitachi twins like journey into like opening them up and making them you know who they are oh yeah for sure you know what is really weird that I learned the other day what so you know how in the anime that they call Tamaki boss yeah in the manga they call him the lord what yeah they call him the lord in oh my gosh. the manga I almost love that more than boss I know, like when well, I keep in mind we watched a dub, so it could be in sub. It could they could refer to him as the. I don't think they do, but it was it was so. I was reading the manga the other day, you know, for the first time, and when I think it was like Hikaru or something said Malord in it, I was like, "What?" I was like, "That's so weird. Why do they keep calling him Malord?" Right? I don't know. It's kind of bonkers. But it's just yeah. So those are the main. The main cast, it's, it really just revolves around Harawi fitting into the host club, trying to, like, swoon just all these ladies life. and act like a boy, which she's, back her debt. she's totally fine with. She literally says, which is why I think this is such a good anime, is she, she's like, well, I don't care if you think I'm a guy or girl. It's about who th- what's in the inside. Like, she, is that one of the first lines she says, like, her first, like, monologue in the show, when everyone realizes she's a girl, which, of course, yeah, Tamaki realizes last. <laughs> yeah, she's legit, like... Like, I don't care if you guys recognize me as a boy or a girl. She's like, I think it's what matters is what's on the inside exactly. and how a person and is. I think that's why so many people relate so much with this character because she is so unique in that aspect. Because not every, like, not every anime has a girl, like a female lead. Like a strong that way female lead. Yeah. I would consider Haruhi like a very strong female lead. Exactly, for sure. And then um, some of the, I okay, so one of my favorite characters is, um, uh, What's her name? Renge. Renge. I oh love my. Renge. Every time she enters the gear shift and she just literally like on otaku the culture right there. Oh my gosh, I love it. She's so she's like I won't even how would you describe it? like she's like she's trying to be the marketing for the host club, but like no one manager. wants her help. Like no one wants her help for the management. But she they does just, it like, anyway. They just like expect her now. Yeah, you know? she just shows up. She'll elevate from out of the floor and just it's super over I, the top. I always find I it super it. funny when they're all like where did you where is where was this where was this contraption like, this where, whole where time where did she come from and Harawi's <laughs> yeah. always the one that says it like all the other host club members are like yeah this is normal and Harawi is always like what is going on with you rich people and she I always to... love it when somebody does something super extra and then Harawi's like 
why is this a thing? Like, what's wrong with you people? Or like when she brought coffee for the first time and everyone's like, and it was just instant over. coffee. They're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, you don't grind your own beans. And she's like, no. Like, we go to the store and they're like, what's the store? Well, no. And then they were like, commoners don't have time to grind their own beans. Exactly. And it's just, um, it's interesting because Harui brings to these super regional elite host club members like what normal life is like and they understand each other's worlds better because you almost would like the typical like oh the commoner shows the rich people how commoner life is but also like the rich and elite have a very difficult life too which Harui gets to see more of because each character in the host club has extremely tough backgrounds that is forced on them because they are very prominent families yeah definitely like that trauma from being in those like prominent families exactly. and trying to live up to expectations yeah and it's i find that very i i found that very interesting that the the anime the story went that direction so like what i love most about this anime is that as i had said previously in like the last episode that i hate it when they introduce characters that mean nothing to the plot. They don't oh, yeah. do anything. They just sit there to get screen time and they don't really do anything. They don't move the story along. But I like how in Oron, every character that shows up is there for a purpose to move the story along. You know? No, yeah, for sure. Like, there's not a single character that is introduced that means nothing. Uh, there was that one character, I forget his name, and it's also kind of hard to say. So I Casanota. Say, yes, exactly. You knew. He is comes from this... I thought his whole story arc was so, so interesting. Is it like Yakuza or yeah, something? Yeah, and he um, he pretty much is the leader, like he's the new heir of a mob family, but he has such a stoic and mean disposition, everyone shudders at looking at him, except for Harui, who's the first person to like not do that. But it's also interesting because his whole story arc is, that whole, it's just very entertaining, it's very I funny. love how the whole thing of like how he fell in love with like Haruhi, but he didn't know that she was like a girl. Yes, and, it was and that so... he was like prepared to like be in a gay relationship with Harui. Yeah, and then he's she's like, he's like, oh well, Harui's just like, well, I'm a chick, so and he's just like, oh, and he was like, oh, you know, it's great. And all he wants to do is play kick the can with his friends, and that's yes, all he wants that's... to do. And the whole mob has to like, oh my gosh, we'll do it for you, sir. And... <laughs> what what was Tomoki's kick name? Starlight Kick. Yes. <laughs> I was like, they started playing Kick the Can. I'm like, what is Kick the Can? Like, is this some reference I should know? Apparently, it's a game it's people a game. play. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, wow. Um, Kick the Can is a D&D reference for me and my friends that play D&D with me. And if they are all listening to this, they will understand immediately what I'm referring to. I'll probably edit this part out because I don't know. I'm a, I'm a weave and a geek and a nerd. <laughs> and in every aspect, it's fine. But, um... Definitely. that I definitely think character development is definitely one of their, like, strongest. Yeah, which, once again, I, I personally feel that it didn't really do a ton of character development till the end. But I think it worked for the anime because it kept people listening till the end. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, like, you see, like, different characters as, like, you go along, you know, like, develop yeah. more and more. Like, you can definitely tell from the end... In the beginning, that they're completely different characters. Yeah, and you I know mean, the host club pretty much—they're just helping all these other people. Like they're helping the girls that come there that are really need help, and then they're helping all the different guys that associate with the host club or are around. But um, in my opinion, I think 
what was the best aspect of this anime was the visuals and the different styles that were used in it. Oh, yeah. Continue. Because it, it was so unique because, like, it was just a very wacky anime. So, like, they did over-the-top things. Like, there was arrows that would point at major, like, plot points. Like, before the vase breaks in the first episode, there's arrows pointing at it the whole time to let the audience know, like, oh, oh yeah. something fun. Like, this is a big thing. It's going to happen. But also, like... Tamaki eroding away. Right? And, like, I mean... This kind of became a little too much for me personally, but I know a lot of people like this, is that anytime there was a subtle joke, they would literally like they would make a caption pop up to kind of explain the joke, which I personally wasn't a huge fan of, but... I'm going to be honest, when it comes to me and like Japanese jokes, you know, it's like I don't really quite understand yeah. them, you know? Like, especially like dad jokes or something like that, you know? What was I... I was watching something the other day. I think it was like... It's not Japanese, but it was like a Korean um, reality show or like a talk show or something like that. And I think one of the hosts or something said like a dad joke, you know, and I was like, oh, I don't really understand it. You know, (laughs) I can't laugh at it. Everyone else is laughing. You're over here like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm like, I didn't understand it. But um, so the animation is very unusual in the aspect that it like the frames focus on odd things. So like legs in the foreground, like over the exaggerated emphasis on like hands and stuff. Like it's not your typical anime where or animation style where you're like focused on like one character flip to the next one. Like they'll have all the characters in the same frame, which is very unusual and why I liked or on high school host club so much, why it stuck out so much to me. And then like they had these tropes they incorporated. Like the roses, constantly the roses. Oh, the roses like around like Tomoki's yeah, exactly. face when it was like a you know Whenever, princely moment. Yes, or and like, like they just use roses so much, and they use these pink overtones the entire time, and which I felt was very interesting. But they also incorpor- incorporated such interesting like shadow dynamics and stuff, which which it wasn't necessary. Like yeah, for this type of anime, you could have got away with like focus only one character in a scene. You don't have to focus on these unusual frames and stuff but they did incorporate that which i felt added to the wackiness and the unusual nature of or on high school host club which was its humor i mean definitely like if you think back to the um thunderstorm scene with tamaki and harvey oh yeah you know like when harvey's in the closet and stuff like i thought that scene was beautiful like she's well literally done. in a closet well, and, like, when she like jumps out to tamaki when the thunder hits you know i thought that honestly that that scene was beautifully done like it was like really cool you know um i do think though it is a 2006 anime you know and like definitely if we got any more like if we got like a second season i definitely think the first season would need to be remastered first before we got a second season because it is it's not like in 2006, this was top-notch animation. Like, if it was 2006 animation, like, it fits all the other shows that came out around that time, you know? Like, it would definitely need to be remastered, if, which I don't think there ever will be a second season. I'm sorry. If you want to talk about that, you can. Yeah, I'm super upset. I remember finishing it and thinking, oh, I need to go find, like, the second season, you know? Because there's definitely going to be a second season. They, like, left us on a cliffhanger, you know? Well, I think... Also, an interesting thing that I think that needs to be talked about is that wasn't a canon ending at all. Like, oh no, 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 the, it, wasn't. it was an alternative anime ending. Which, okay, there's some people out there that literally will hate on every single type of uncanon ending if it's not 
what was written in the manga, then everyone hates it. But in my opinion, it could have been worse. Like, it wasn't amazing by any means, but it wasn't bad either, if that makes sense. No, but I hate how they just kind of, they left the story open for it to continue, but then they chose not to continue. Well, okay, so what makes me the most upset about the ending is that what I found out while researching this is, so you know, okay, I mean, this isn't a, there's no spoilers in this anime. So at the very end, they have this huge, like, expo of what they were doing at all their, like, clubs, and... All of um, the families come, and so all the host club members' families members come, and Kiyoya's dad comes. And in it, um, so pretty much Tamaki's grandma's a bitch. We'll just leave it at that. She's kind of the worst. She's demanding him, her him to like go back to France, right? I'm pretty sure, and like like that's marry this like yeah, girl. marry this girl, which I didn't mind her at all. Like she wasn't she was interesting character, but I mean, I didn't like how she took. Tomiki away from Haruhi, well, but you know. But I think it wasn't a terrible character. No. What what I hated was that Kiyoa, Kiyoya's dad slapped him. In the manga, that doesn't happen. In the manga, he supports Kiyoya and is almost like, you know what, you might become the new heir to my our family wealth and everything. And it was an, an unnecessary change that didn't need to be done. And that's the only thing I have an issue with it. Other than that, I thought the ending was fine. Like, I, I didn't mind it. But that kind of, for me, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Because it was unnecessary drama they added to it. I don't know. I was mad that we didn't get a kiss at the end. But, I mean, yes. It's a romance. It's a romance drama. But anime, I also don't. You know? And I just, I I feel like, and especially because that is basically its main genre is romance you know and the fact that it went through 26 episodes and we didn't get anything but like a hug between the two main characters is what really like irks me i mean i kind of feel like it's one of those things it's like oh read the manga you'll get more out of it yeah it's a definitely read the manga which i i don't like but also in a way i kind of feel that it's fitting for the anime because it's not the type of anime to though i would feel like i don't i feel like it if it did get a remastered and a second season, it would do extremely well. Uh, I don't know. I okay. I loved Oran High School Host Club. It had a lot of comedy. I enjoyed. It did not age well at all. I will agree with that. That that there comedy is, would have to be rewritten. So Haroi's mother dies when she's younger, and after she passed away, and I don't know if it talks more in the manga, but so Haroi's dad is a cross-dresser, which they make a lot of jokes about it. and Like, they, like about him being a, like a transvestite, which yeah. that word would definitely not fly nowadays. Exactly. Like, and it's, for when it came out, I understood the jokes, and but it just kind of took me off guard. And like, I, I'm not easily offended by this those kind of jokes and stuff, but also like I don't live in that culture, so I wouldn't understand. But... Like if it came, if they if they did a remastered version, they would have to rewrite that because it, it would be very offensive. But I also am very against censorship, and if that's the source no, I material, I feel like that it would be fine to rewrite yeah, the jokes. It just like I'm, it wouldn't be that hard. It's just more for those people that would be offended by that. Like keep in mind that this anime does make those kind of jokes and stuff. So, but keep in mind this came out in two thousand six, but the manga was written before that, wasn't it? Oh yeah, the it's like a nineties manga. Yeah, so like. You have to keep in mind the culture of the time, which is what I always had to remind myself while watching it, but I don't feel a lot of those jokes would have aged well, and if they did come out for the second season, it would be, I feel like it would be very controversial. On top of that, they couldn't use the same 
voice actors and stuff for it. Certain voice actors would maybe wouldn't want to sign on, or some of them are not allowed to sign off and sign on again to redo it. And I just personally don't think a second season will ever happen because of that. I don't think it is either. I gave up hope probably a couple years ago. Yeah, and I, I mean, I did some but... research, and a lot of rumors are going around. They're like, oh, this studio might be doing a new anime. Well, I think the reason that they're doing this... that is because Fruits Basket got a remastered. Yeah, and I think that was what it is. And if it got like a, the Brotherhood treatment and did get re remastered, I think it would be really, really good. But they wouldn't be able to use all the same voice actors like they did in Brotherhood. So, yeah, and I think especially with like an anime like this that has such a very wide fan base, yeah, you know, and so many different aged fans mm-hmm. that they would have to use the original dub and yeah. Japanese voices. Yeah, and keep in mind, once again, Mo and I watch this both dub, so of course our comments are going to be about the dub cast when we talk about voice actors. So I'm sorry for strictly sub fans we, we won't really talk about that much but um especially this dub cast was like all-star like every single voice actor for the main seven characters was phenomenal oh yeah most definitely and each one of them is like caitlin glass iconic. caitlin glass playing harrowy was perfect she did so well with it and she was also the adr director for the 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 dub release and so Todd Habercorn and then Greg Harris mm-hmm. as the Hitachi twins it was very and, and then, then Michael T. Tatum yeah, for sure Michael T. Tatum or Michael J. Tatum it's J. Michael Tatum J. Michael Tatum yeah I thought it was Michael I did too and then I did research and realized his name was not what I thought it was all this time so sorry J. Michael Tatum I think is your name if not I apologize he's not listening to us so it doesn't matter <laughs> I don't know why any of you guys are listening to us but thank you so much I love you <laughs> but no definitely um i i definitely think it has like an all-star dub cast you know and if you think about it at that point you know dub wasn't really a thing for oh, anime yeah. you know and so having like and when you think about it that when that was actually like dubbed that those were like all newbies you know oh, yeah, when it came true. to dubbing anime i mean it pretty much took it was the same. It was pretty much the same cast that did um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and they literally just moved over and did Oron. So that was well, I guess Oron came first. But uh, anyway, but uh, something that did not get dubbed well was the opening and the ending, which there is a English and Japanese version, and you know most animes don't have Do an that. English version, and I think this is a good reason why. Like, I think Oran High School Host Club is a good reason why English no, covers I'm gonna be honest, are not good. Rising of the Shield Hero English version that's opening, true. I like that one. But that's, like, very recent, 2019. But, like, I yeah. feel like this almost was the reason why so many shows didn't do that anymore. Because, like, it's so bad. Like, I listened to the Japanese opening. I'm like, mm, this is pretty good. And then I listened to English. And I literally was cringing the entire time. Yeah, it's very cringy. And the ending is worse. It It's... I'm sorry. It's not a bad opening. But it's such an iconic opening. It is very, very iconic. I love it. Like... I, I, I mean, anytime it pops up on like a YouTube, like, guess that anime opening quiz, which Mo, Mo and I do way too many of. Way too many of. You we always can get know. it within like the first second. We're like, oh yeah. After the first kiss, we're like, oh yeah, there he is. <laughs> kiss, kiss, fall in love. Yeah, exactly. Like that's... When I fall for it, you know. When but, you want to kiss, kiss, fall in love, but get a hug, hug, fall in love. Oh, oh no. 
too soon. Too Actually, soon. no, it's not. It's been 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof, we're old. Oh, yeah. Or this is old. Though I didn't originally watch it until I was like in seventh grade. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, so I feel like that's pretty much Oran High School Horse Club. Anything else you really want to say about it? Um, I honestly think that we covered pretty much everything. I mean, it doesn't really have that much of a plot other than just daily hijinks of like Haruhi trying to pay back her debt. I think it's more just like about the characters yeah. and, and I mean, about. It's interesting because she's trying to pay back this debt. But she ends up falling in love with this family. She realizes, because her character is socially awkward and only focuses on school and has had to grow up very early because of her mom dying and having to work and being a commoner is kind of how they portray her. But through the host club, she gains social skills because she is socially awkward and her comments are very hysterical for it, in my opinion. Like, the host club, like, becomes her family. Exactly. And even her dad, like, realizes that and stuff. Like... They um he like realizes that the host club it means this much to her, which he didn't even realize she was in it because she kind of keeps her entire life private. But it's very good for beginners. Exactly. It, like, if you're wanting to get into that shoujo romance type of anime, then this is definitely a really good one. Yeah, I agree. I I would recommend it. Like, I definitely watched it not thinking I'd like it at all, and then I was like. Uh, Mo was like, please watch it. This is so good. We watched the first episode with my roommate, Sean, and we were like, this You is... both kind of looked at me like I was crazy. Like, we're like, same thing with Madoka Magica. We were both like, okay, Mo. Like, okay, Mo. Like, why are you trying to make us watch this? And then I was watching it as background music, like, for, like, doing homework. And eventually I had to just watch the show. I had to switch the show because I couldn't just do it while doing homework. Because I actually enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed their shenanigans and... It's like you get into it, and like you, yeah. it's like you just kind of can't help but like watch. Oh, for sure. I would, I would love for there to be another season, but I, I don't think there should be at this point. It's too late. They couldn't use, um, they can't use Vic for Tomiki's voice actor. They'd have to replace him, which he's too iconic for the role. I don't think. I think too many people would be upset with. I don't think it would be done justice. Well, because Tomiki's voice actor is just. He's one of the most iconic yeah. in that and anime, like, and so that's why I don't think a second season will ever be possible. Is because they would just have to find somebody that could do Tomiki's voice justice. Or, yeah, yeah. Is it? It's a tough. It's a tricky. It's kind of like with like Fruits Basket and stuff. Like most of the cast signed back on to do dub, you know. But there were like a few people that they had to change voice actors for, yeah. you know. And so like some people were like what like what the heck you know but, i mean it's it's been what 15 years almost like people have moved on they're doing other projects some people might not even want to do it anymore like some people might Though, not like the show um in my opinion of what i've seen more than not is that actually people do want to do it you yeah know? I, I agree i think the most the cast would want to do it again but it's just there's a lot of factors into that so that's a big reason why the second season i feel is not possible but last one is me but yeah. Oh, but, I forgot to mention. So you can watch Oran High School Host Club on Funimation, Hulu, Crunchyroll, and Netflix, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, pretty much anywhere. So if you yeah, want to watch Oran. Yeah, it's such a popular anime that it's basically on any streaming site. Oh, yeah. You want to take it away, Mo? Like, end this episode for us? Yeah. Um. Thank you, everyone, who definitely stayed until the end of this. I know these... 
two, you know, parts were extremely long, but... I mean, I feel like we're getting a better hang of it at the even after just one episode. For yeah, definitely. I think we've kind of got a groove going. Which yeah. thank you so much for tuning in. Um, please support us in any way possible. You know. Once again, just make continue comments. watching. Yeah, just keep binging our little binges. Love yep. that. We're going to call you guys. Uh, oh, definitely. I like that. Tell us about um, anime that you guys have binged. You know, recently. Like, it's like we need stuff to watch right now. Yeah, most definitely. And like. I would love to just talk to you guys about different animes you like watching. And I mean, I'm assuming most of you guys listening to us, we've probably already talked to you guys about this, but just reach out to us. Like, I will be more than happy to talk to you guys. But um, yeah, I guess we should probably include our social media plugs right now because we haven't talked about that yet. So, Mo, do you kind of want to talk about that? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. We're primarily on Instagram, you know. The gram. Just comment, like, subscribe to us. Uh, We'd love to talk to you guys about animes and all that stuff. We we just love to talk to people about anime and suggestions. Let us know what anime you're binging. Yeah, like what you want us to do as well. Like if you guys want to do some different types of like episodes, different types of structure. If you guys want us to do like top tens and stuff. And you know what? Whatever feedback, any feedback is great feedback at this point. So. Make sure you download this podcast, though. Yeah, we we would love the little downloads. We normally wouldn't, we don't normally like talking about that kind of stuff, but it really helps us out to know what platforms you guys are listening to and where we should like focus more of our energy on and stuff. But yeah, but all right. So we're gonna do our anime recommend music recommendation oh, yes. for this part. All right. You wanna uh, go? Do you want me to go first? You or, go first. Where this is time. it? Okay. So I just finished fire force right and i really liked it like it was a really good anime but the opening to this the first the first opening for fire force the second one was really good too but it was phenomenal and it's called inferno by miss green apple and it's the fire first season one opening and it's just it's very really it's really good i really enjoyed it. it it's very hype it's like the vocal range of the artist is very impressive. And like every time I hear it, I can picture the opening sequence. And it's just, it gives me goosebumps each time because it's so good. But I don't think, I, I have, I've had you listen to it a couple times. Oh yeah, it's on my playlist. Oh yeah. Like it's, um, it's in Japanese and um, it's like written in the character, what is it called? What are the characters? Kanji. Kanji. It's written in Kanji in Spotify. So I just Googled Fire First season one opening and it's uh, by Miss Green Apple because there's a, a couple English bands that do English covers of it, which you can listen to if you want. But I do like the Miss Green Apple version the best. But that's my recommendation. What about right. you? My anime song recommendation is Love Dynamic from Kaguya-sama. Oh, that's Love so is good. War. I have been listening to this one nonstop. Um, I think that it's just got like, an awesome sound to it it's very jazzy it's you know i definitely think from hikari and this one it's very two different versions but they get the job done oh yeah i agree it's very notable it's very good um when i was looking for it on spotify i couldn't find the original version it was just a bunch of covers by other japanese voice um um vocal artists but oh i found this one that i honestly no offense or anything. I think it's honestly better Wait, sounding than the original. Um, some I don't remember what his. I found actual one. Name it was is. like Mira Jama or something like that. I think that we're listening to the same one. Because I I like that one a lot. Um, by yeah Mira 
uh, it's like Mira Jam. Yeah, because he does a lot. Like he did. Um, I honestly think it Slayer. sounds better than the original. You yeah. know, I I do too. Like I end up keeping that one out of all the options on it, but it was very good. I liked it a lot. Oh yeah, I did too. I think that it was. It. I think his voice is just a little bit deeper, and so it like yeah, fits it, into it, it fits a little it bit better. Well. Anything else we need to talk about? No, I or think we've kind of covered like, it all. Yeah, I, I think it was a good episode. Yeah, I think it was a really good episode. Yeah, for sure. But um, so pretty much, we we didn't really want to pick next anime to watch because that was going to be too stressful. But if you guys give us recommendations, we probably will do those. So when th- for the weeks we don't have recommendations, we're just going to draw from this bag of animes we've watched, and we'll do whatever recommendation we pull. So do you want me to do it? Oh gosh, Mo's drawing. Okay. I'm drawing this and anime we oh. are gonna do next reviewing? week. I don't know if I want to know this. Monthly Girls no Zaki-kun. I've been saying this. <laughs> I <haven't>. <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna be rough, guys. This is you gonna be. You can watch it. It's I think it's only like 13 episodes. Oh. It's really it's really good. I promise. Okay, well, tune in for next week where we talk about Monthly Girls and Saku. What is it? <laughs> no Zaki-kun. I was close. <laughs> well, that's what we're for a different one. No, it's fine. We'll do it. Are you sure? Yeah. What is it even about? So it's about. Give us a. What is it? A pre, uh, preview. Preview. It's about this girl who's in love with this guy, and this guy he's like a manga artist, but he's very dense, and like. She's she literally in the first episode like confesses her feelings to him. He doesn't understand. So is this like a very popular one or is this very like yeah underground? No, it's it's more underground. It's definitely more underground. Yeah, because that's another thing, guys. We're not really gonna like be restricted to a certain genre of anime. Like we're not just gonna do shonen. We're not just gonna do rom com. We're gonna do both mainstream, underground, a little bit of everything. So just to let you guys know. Wait, are you putting it back in there? What? No. (laughs) Mo, what are you doing? It's okay. But yeah, so tune in next week. Uh, That's what we're going to be doing. And we also will be doing a little something special next week, too, which we still need to talk about. Well, thank you guys, um, our Benjis. I'm definitely calling you guys Benjis now. I love that. I'm sorry. I don't know if you like it, Mo, but I'm keeping it. You do you. Okay. I'm keeping it. But you guys just keep binging, you know? Watching that anime. Definitely. Thanks for watching, guys. And we look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.